Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey, everybody, it's Catherine, and welcome back to the Sunday Soother podcast. Today, I thought I would do a short episode, a short episode, excuse me, on what it looks like to experience a trigger real time and how I work through it and do my best to, if not heal it, at least sort of address it and be with it in the moment. Um, I thought of this because I experienced this trigger just recently, just a few days ago. And as I was working through my process, I was like, gosh, this would be nice to have a step-by-step. Like when I was first going through these things, have somebody who knew what they were talking about, like give me a little bit of a process. So I didn't get overwhelmed by my triggers all the time. So that's what I'm going to do today. And first I want to even just sort of define what I mean by trigger. It's just something that I want to overreact to or lash out at, or something that makes me go into a rumination spiral or has like a very strong physical effect on me. Um, you know, when somebody triggers me, what that looks like for me a lot of the times is I will feel overly angry. I will feel sulky. I will say something, um, I regret saying to that person or react in a way I regret later uh, in the situation. Um, And I know that what I'm experiencing is kind of disproportionate to the actual facts of the situation. But in some way, it's heightenedly affecting me and I can't seem to really control my reactions. I'm not able to respond. I immediately go into that like absolute react mode. And that's what I'll talk about today is kind of these triggers. So um, I am in Arizona right now. And I recently returned recently as in yesterday, <laughs> returned from a beautiful week long retreat that I went to in Sedona that was about spiritual healing that was held by Katie Jones who has been on my podcast before if you go back to October, I had her on a podcast about uh, manifestation. And um, it was just great, like beautiful, beautiful, beautiful retreat. And it was with, there were probably like seven women in total, including the hosts. And so, um, there, it was like a very women identifying retreat and the the women were incredible, like everywhere in age from twenties to forties and, you know, all from all different parts of the country. Some of us knew each other, some of us didn't. And so, you know, we all came together to Sedona, to this beautiful place to like do our inner work and connect with each other and experience uh, the healing power of nature and all that good stuff. Um, so the retreat was going great, was feeling wonderful. And one day there was a topic of conversation that was happening sort of to the side. Um, and it, all of a sudden I found myself really flooded. And I guess just to be completely transparent, people were talking about sex and different preferences, different experiences, um, what they preferred, what they didn't prefer, past partners, all all the sorts of stuff. And I uh, don't normally like have an opinion on sex. It's not something that I not, I mean, I have opinions on sex, but it's not something that I talk normally very, very openly about. I'm pretty private about my sex life. But normally it doesn't bother me when other people are talking about sex. Like, I think it's cool to have open conversations about that. Um, The women were clearly like 
enjoying the conversation, finding value and connection out of it. And I just felt myself being flooded with this like enormous sense of resentment, of anger, of being left out. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Like this came like out of left field. And all of a sudden I was just really deep in these feelings of, of this massive anger, resentment, the sense of being an outsider, of being uncool, of like not being welcomed into the conversation of being like, ugh, why are they talking so much about sex? Like these very like strange sensations that really kind of cornered me out of left field because I've been having such a beautiful time with these women for the the few days up to this point. And it was just a very much in contrast to how I'd been feeling very connected and um, warm towards everything that was going on. And so I was like, okay, this is a trigger. <laughs> and so that's um, the trigger that was happening for me. And so I'll, t- I'll kind of take you through the process um, of what I did and, and how it resolved for me. And you can apply it to your own, your own triggers. So the very first thing was just the step with the step one of trigger is just noticing it's happening. Right. So I would, I was able to do that in the moment, like, trust me, I get triggered all the fucking time. And so like, I have enough experience now to distinguish between a trigger taking over versus immediately over identifying with the trigger and reacting out of that. So I think like, really, this is important to just be like, Oh, something's happening here. And not immediately being like, so identified with the feelings and the emotions that are arising and, and assuming they're justified or assuming they're righteous or a part of you or that you have to act from them. For me, it was like, okay, let me look at the data. Past few days I've been feeling great. Woke up this morning, feeling great, really enjoying this retreat. All of a sudden, because this topic is coming up, I notice myself, boom, feeling triggered, feeling activated, feeling tight in my chest, tight in my stomach. Um, I even felt tears come up at some point as I was walking around trying to figure this out. And so I was like, this is, this is happening in me, but it is not me. So gaining that distance and that separation and doing that self-observation to even just notice that the trigger is happening, right? And we rarely take the time to do that. We over-identify with our triggers and we immediately react out of them. So sometimes you just even need to get a little bit of space and be like, okay, what's happening? The second step is notice the physical sensations and breathe into them, okay? So I was having deep physical sensations around this. I felt like crying. Um, I felt like lashing out. I felt like hiding, Um, and so these strong physical sensations were coming up for me, especially the tears. I was like, there's grief here. Like what is going on? Okay. But there's grief here. I want to cry. I want to, I want to say something mean to these women. (laughs) That was really strange to me because that's not really who I am, but I have kind of a, a mean side. Sometimes I can pop out like that. And I found myself wanting to say something like, God, you're so obsessed about this, right? Like in that tone of voice, something really cutting, which I know 100% is like a trigger reaction that I step into. Um, And I wanted to hide. And so I, I just noticed and I took myself out of the room and like went to walk outside a little bit to be like feeling these sensations and breathing into these sensations, right? These physical sensations can be so overwhelming and oftentimes to like get relief from the physical sensations, that's when we do the reaction that we're ashamed of later that we wish we hadn't done. That's kind of like our release valve. So a big practice is to actually sit with the physical sensations. Sometimes you might want to even hold on to ice cubes. 
um, and hold, hold those ice cubes in your hands um, or dunk your face under cold water just to really like be like, okay, stop what's going on. Um, but just notice the physical sensations, try to sit with them, breathe into them, put your hand over your heart and your stomach and just be like, I want to cry. Maybe even let the tears come up a little bit. I want to lash out noticing which part of your body wants to lash out what that feels like. The third step is do something somatic. Um, for me, that's usually shaking, um, which is just what it sounds like. You can go into a bathroom and just like jump and shake and imagine yourself kind of discharging some of these physical sensations that are threatening to override your system. So yeah, just shaking, like put on some music, dance it out, maybe hit a pillow. Right. And all of this that I'm talking about today is kind of predicated on you having the space to do this, which is tricky. Um, cause we don't always have the space to go away. I did in this moment. So I was taking advantage of it, but if you can just go to the bathroom, step outside of the room, do some shaking, do hit a pillow, do some breathing. Right. Then the fourth step for me, um, and I think a good one for you is to journal. Like what is going on? <laughs> I'm like, what? so I would be like, Hey, Catherine, what is happening? And I would write, I wrote down everything. I was like, they're talking so much about this topic. I feel super left out. This isn't something I really want to participate in. I find it, you know, immature, yada, yada. So I wrote down all that stuff, like without judgment. And then as I kept writing and kept writing, all of a sudden I made a connection. I was like, oh my God, I am immediately feeling like I did when I was like, kind of really an outsider in late elementary school in fourth, fifth, and sixth grades when I was really just, I didn't really have any friends. And I was very much on the outsider edge of the social circle at school. And, um, like they would talk about their periods. Like some of the girls got their periods in fifth or sixth grade. And I was just trying to pretend like I knew what they were talking about, but I didn't get my period till I was, maybe it was 13 or 14. And, just, I was like, holy shit, this is what's happening. I'm, I'm right back in that moment when I felt like I wasn't part of the cool girl crowd because I didn't have this experience around something that seemed so potent and powerful that they all did. And I was never like very, I wasn't bullied exactly in elementary school, but I was like, it was like made clear that I was on the outside of this particular circle that I wanted to be in. And I immediately was like, okay, this is what's coming up so hard for me. Right. And I could make that connection. Now that happened to me because I was journaling and I had the time to journal. You may not always be able to make the connection from the original source of the trigger, but journaling can help ground you in understanding your feelings and getting a clearer view on what's happening for you. So I journaled and I was still feeling the physical sensations, like wanting to lash out, tightness in my chest, tears on in my eyes, sinking in my stomach. And so I turned to EFT tapping, which for me has always helped, always helped the somatic experiences discharge from my body. So I have a particular EFT tapping video that I did, but you can Google EFT tapping for whatever, for anger, for shame, for guilt, for fear. And there's a million YouTube videos, EFT tapping is emotional freedom technique. It is a process of tapping on meridian points on your, um, head, face and chest while saying some statements out loud. And I did the tapping video that I had for about five or 10 minutes. And all of a sudden it was like, I felt clear, like the thing was gone. Um, the trigger was gone. I was able to go back, rejoin the conversation to the level I felt comfortable with, 
I didn't feel anything towards these women other than, you know, love and adoration and connection. And I was like, huh, I just like healed a deep childhood female friendship wound (laughs) through this trigger. Thank you, trigger. And then finally, the sixth step is to integrate. And so for me, that looked like taking a nap, doing some stretching, doing some more journaling. And and right now talking about this on the podcast, that's an integration. Like another word for integration is just digestion and absorption of what happened. And I'm reflecting on this process and I'm looking back and I'm like, oh my God, I totally was triggered because I've had this deep female friendship wound since elementary school that was brought up in the moment I was projecting out onto these people And afterwards I went through my process of somatic exercises, like shaking and EFT tapping of journaling of integration of noticing. And it was gone in that moment, you know, and that's not to say this trigger won't come up again because that particular wound from elementary school is pretty deep and pretty old and pretty tender. Um, But I, I just felt, I was like, I made huge progress during this retreat because of this trigger. I didn't even know that I really still had that trigger and that wound to such an extent. Um, And I was so grateful that this came up. The final thing that I wasn't brave enough to do was share real time with the group what was happening, um, or even afterwards. And I don't know if any of them will listen to this podcast. But if you do, this was happening. (laughs) And I, I wish I'd been brave enough to talk about it. But I I wasn't quite yet. And that can be so healing because I know they would have received me differently. And that's where relational repair happens. So if I was able to bring up, Hey, y'all, I'm feeling this way. I don't know what it is. It's not about you, but something old is here. Something, some, some grief is here for me. And I think maybe it's reminding me of this time in my life. And I just wanted to share that with you. I know it's not you guys, um, but it's, it's, it's this wound and they would have because of who they were, they would have been so kind and compassionate and understanding and helped me process that too. And that would have been kind of like a next level healing, (laughs) but I wasn't there yet. Right. Um, and that's okay. Like this is all part of our, of this process of this growth. And maybe one day in our future retreat, if, and when I get triggered, I'll, I'll be brave enough to say, and feel like it's safe enough to say, like to explain real time what's happening to me and maybe not. And that's okay too. But I hope that was helpful. Um, again, to recap the steps, for, for like exploring and, and I don't hesitate to say healing a trigger in real time. Cause I was lucky enough that that really did feel like that kind of healed up for me in that moment, but it may not be like, be like that for you. It may still be kind of open and that's okay. But regardless, the steps are one notice it's happening, right? We rarely take the time to step back and notice a trigger is happening. We often over identify with the trigger and react immediately out of it. Two, notice the physical sensations of the trigger and breathe into them. Hold ice cubes if you need to, right? And let the physical sensations up and out if you have the time and space and can do it away from the people who are triggering you. Three, do something somatic, shaking, dancing, hitting a pillow, jumping jacks, whatever, stomping, get that kind of imagine yourself discharging the physical sensations out of your body. Four, journal. Try to explore what's coming up for you. Take the time to take a slow journaling session. Describe what's happening, what you're feeling, and then ask yourself, what does this remind me of, right? And see if you can connect those dots because I find that very healing when I can understand that this is a past thing that's being activated for me. Um, You may not always find the original source, but the journaling exploration will still be worth it. 
Five, EFT tapping, for me, that kind of locks it in. It helps me process any remaining emotions or sensations that are coming up. And six, integrate, take the time, reflect, journal more, take a walk, share it with somebody, um, process it in therapy, um, dance, do yoga, rest, right? And come out on the other side, understanding a little bit about what happened for you. So I hope that was a helpful and interesting um, insight into me and my triggers because <laughs> I get triggered all the fucking time, guys. Like I'm a human being. Um, it's human to be triggered. To be triggered is is to be human. And if you can bring this sense of curiosity and non-judgment to your own experience of it, you will learn from the trigger. And that is just a beautiful and powerful thing. So I hope uh, this was helpful. If you have any questions about this process, just DM me on Instagram or drop me a note and I'll talk to you guys next week. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about The Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.